0: Now Molson's for
2: his teammates to clear out the side and now he wants to drive, gets it out to Paul, three-pointer on the way, shazam! To Paul, Paul stops, three-pointer on the way, shazam and he's fouled. He is fouled by Lopez. How about that? Get it over to Chris Paul. Paul on the drive, goes inside, go to the rim, score it, count it, and he's fouled from behind by Giannis. Ho-ho, brother! Phoenix Suns win game one. Chris Paul, 32 points, 9 assists. Devin Booker goes for 27. A big third quarter, and the Suns ride that. Whether uh, a late run by the Bucks they got it into single digits. But the Suns win 118-105. You see anything surprising in that game? Aside from maybe Giannis running up and down the court, I guess that would be the biggest surprise. Oh, man, it was a sweet night for all of us. Everyone in the Valley is pumped, eh? What
3: are you, Canadian?
2: Yes, the Canadians in the Valley, too. That's the point Not of everybody. time of
3: year. No, they're, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> We're just the hardcores left now. The real Valleyites are, are None there. None of these snowbirds? No, they left. They left weeks ago. My sister sent me this thing here. You see the this, this score? Yeah. I, the game was tonight? I, I watched the whole game. What do you tend to, tend to <laughs> Why the you final score? <laughs> Pretty sure I'm aware of the final score, but thanks. Thanks for the update, sis. Uh, Chris Paul just continues to amaze me, man. I don't know why, but I am so captivated by his play. I mean, Booker... Was aggressive early, getting to the free throw line. That was, I don't know if it was home court or what, but he seemed to be getting every call going to the free throw line. And what, were they only missed one end of, like, 24, 25, 25, yeah, and 26 and they, or something? It was,
2: 20, it was 25 and
3: 26. Yeah. And the one they missed was, Late, 30, was 30 seconds over. left and the yeah, game was over. Yeah. And and Crowder did his usual tough game and couldn't throw it in the ocean. And, and there is no ocean. The best we got is uh, Big Surf. It's out uh, on the uh, east side where they do the man-made waves. So... That's all we can get. Although, the ocean, people think San Diego. No, 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 no. Rocky Point is like four hours away. And across the border. That's our ocean. It's always a misnomer. The Sea of Cortez? Well, it's called Rocky Point. And uh, it's a great game for Chris Paul, the greatest Phoenix Sun player of them all in just less than you know, one season. going to say, he didn't even play a full 82-game season. Doesn't matter. If your final's MVP, that's what people want. That pull-up, J is a work of art. Automatic. It is the finest thing we have going right now. It's the prettiest, most beautiful, artistic thing we have going in all of sport right now. Name me something that is more prettier, beautifuler. You can't. It's a tough shot, and he makes it look like a layup. Phenomenal ballgame. Hats off to Antetokomo coming back. That block that he had. Extremely athletic. Uh, I don't think the series is over by any stretch. Um, but Will to play better as he gets back, in the, um, gets what, back what, into what the is, flow things? What is better?
2: He looked tired late. And so I think when you're fatigued, is there a rebound you didn't get, a defensive play you didn't get, the, the a game, shot
3: you didn't make? But the game was over late. The game didn't get away from them late. It the game got away it. in the third quarter. Yeah. So yeah. he was tired then. Then it's over. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. No.
2: And I think he can play better. And maybe they uh, all everybody, can. Everybody,
3: of course. Yeah. I mean, they, you can always say that but about every player.
2: Crowder didn't shoot at a lick, so at some point he's yeah, he having did. a good game. He game. shot it off. <laughs> it 0 for 8. <laughs> you know the expression. <laughs> 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 means none of them went in. <laughs> so he'll have a game where he'll get his 15 or 20 points and He'd give like him a boost. You
3: like to do that. What? What, what is going to translate? Who's going to play better next game? Who's going to play worse? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, all, all that stuff flushes out. Uh, you, you do according to your averages. Crowder is a mediocre shooter. Right. So, so most of the games, he's going to be mediocre. So if he's bad, he's going to have a good one. If right. he has a good but one, if, they usually win. But you can play, you you just isolate one or two. The point being, everybody, you need to isolate every single player and then come to a conclusion, and that's too much work, and only <laughs> nerds like you would do it. <laughs>
2: Game two, tomorrow. Really? Yes. Better let my sisters know. You should. (laughs) And then we kind of get into like an every third day thing. I don't know what's going on there. but No need to condense it. slows down, yeah.
3: I mean, as long as you finish by Labor Day, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Two Uh, weeks weeks from, what's today, Wednesday? Two weeks from tomorrow, I think, is when it would finish. If it went seven. If it goes seven. Seems a long time. It is, yeah.
2: NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told reporters for the game the league's ability to get over 1 million fans into attendance during playoff games has helped stem financial losses. He says, we did somewhat better than initially projected. We don't have the exact numbers yet, but maybe we'll be down roughly a third in revenue, something around there, instead of
3: 40%. So, that's millions of dollars. Well, everybody is. Why should they be immune to it? And it's good news that they got them in, and let's get everybody in. I don't know. Have, I heard, have any fans dying? Have I heard of any? I don't know. They don't usually even they don't usually tell you
2: identity of a person, let alone where they've been or who they've seen or what they've done. Man, you just don't get the backstory.
3: It well, seems like things. we in, uh, here last summer we were getting it all the time. A sixty-eight a person over sixty-two, well, right? But you don't blah, have blah, their. Blah, blah. You, have,
2: you know their. You know their their age and their county. They still release that.
3: Thousands of people die every day.
2: So. Saying where they've been and whether they went to the grocery store or to a game or wherever, I don't know. I don't think anybody does. I don't need to know. Play on. Well, you just asked if someone had died.
3: It was rhetorical, my oh, good friend. I did not it. expect you to have an answer. I assume there was a little common sense there. My bad. Good. <laughs>
2: Team USA coach Greg Popovich acknowledged the blowback. Is there came- a god? It came from the selection of Cleveland Cavaliers forward Kevin Love. What blowback?
3: Jalen Rose? That's the blowback? Jalen Rose? Apparently. (laughs) And Jalen Rose's daughter? That's blowback, so I've got to respond to Jalen Rose? Uh, Greg Popovich did, apparently. Got asked
2: about it. So, there you go. What did the woke man say? We're going to work his ass off the next four to five weeks and demand a lot. Oh, then he just
3: quit. Definitely get, get him
2: back. That. I don't want that. Get him back into the rhythm that he needs to be and to continue to play. I think that's one of the reasons he wanted to do this so and get himself back to who he was.
3: Yeah, he's been kind of off the radar for the last couple years.
2: Team's not good and he's been hurt. Yeah. And there you go. The
1: most notable thing he did was throw the ball out of bounds on purpose.
3: Yeah, I remember that. Something was weird about that, yeah. Well, I hope he plays well. I mean, he's out in the U.S. I hope all the U.S. players play well. DJ and PK,
0: hashtag NFL. He's an NBA owner, a self-taught guitarist, and has guest starred in both The Office
1: and Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He's unhappy with his boss and has no options. Who is Aaron Rodgers? Ding ding! That is correct. Well done. It's a projection, Sam. I never said I'm unhappy with my boss. <laughs>
2: I said it, not you. <laughs> Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, screwing around with Jeopardy. Did you watch some of the match? going oh, you know, yeah. out there in golfed. big you know, I've sky golfed,
3: country. I've baby. golfed in a lot of mountain communities: Colorado, mm-hmm. Idaho, Wyoming. Uh, obviously, here in Utah. And man, that place up there was just absolutely spectacular. It was unbelievable.
1: I want to go to Montana. It was
3: <laughs> like, wow. That's and I've never been to Montana. Uh, it's close enough. My, my family has, but they had a reason to go up there, but I didn't go. Uh, but, man, wow, the scenery was just spectacular. I played a lot of mountain courses over the years. I don't think I've ever seen anything. And usually, like that, it doesn't translate as well on television. Like, if you take a picture of something, it's, if you see it in person, it just it seems like it's much better in person than any photograph you can take, even if the photograph is spectacular. And to see that on the television screen, watching that thing, I I mean, I was paying zero attention to the actual golf. (laughs) I'm just looking at the scenery from the overhead shots and on the tee and all. Man. They had a lot of those tee shots framed to show you the scenery more than the golf.
2: Yeah, the guys I, I, are a little tiny down at the bottom, but man, those mountains at the top of the screen were framed perfectly.
3: The folks in Montana have just got to love this. I, what a, an advertisement! I prefer, I wish it would have been tonight. I would have been able to hone in on it a little bit more because when the game started, you I had to bail over. out. Yeah. yeah, and so I did watch it. I, I would prefer it would have been tonight on on a non-finals night. Uh, I don't know what those ratings are, but I never care about that stuff. I just watch what I watch, and if somebody else doesn't want to watch it, it doesn't matter to me. But I would have loved to watch it more because that place just looked like anything I have ever seen.
2: Now they were playing at 7,500 feet, so the distances they were giving were just—it was crazy—and there's a lot of elevation change on the holes. So, but when you hear Deshambo taking a three wood to a 392-yard hole, that that. that it was yeah, like, but, I was
3: like this doesn't even compute. But I didn't care. Because the scenery it, it,
2: just wowed you.
3: Yeah, and showing the, the bear was over there and the yeah. f- red fox running around. Just all the stuff that you saw on television really was just spectacular. The golf is an exhibition game. They're out there to have fun. And, and obviously Tom Brady and the Rogers can play the game or they wouldn't be out there in the first place. That doesn't surprise me at all. So many athletes and people who have money and free time and a lot of it, they get hooked on golf. We've seen it a million times over. James Worthy is hooked on golf now. He took it up. I read a thing in Golf Digest about him and how he just can't get enough of it. And we know Darren Williams. On and on, these guys do that. It gets in your blood and you try to conquer it. Obviously, MJ is a fanatic about it. So I expected those guys to be able to handle themselves a little bit. And when they hit balls OB, you didn't really mind. Whatever they're trying to crush it. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not really yeah. real golf. It's almost like down and, in Mesquite, it, it, the world driving. Yeah. Deal. So, yeah. I, I wasn't. That, I wasn't really phased by that. I expected that, but I was just overwhelmed by the scenery.
2: New England Patriots wide receiver Nikhil Harry, former Sun Devil, said he's requested a trade. First round pick in New England. Never really taken off. His agent says, following numerous conversations with the Patriots, I believe it's time for a fresh start and best for both parties if Nikhil moves on before the start of training camp. That's why I've informed the Patriots today. I'm formally requesting a trade on behalf of my client. So we'll see if they deal him and what they get for him.
3: Well, he's been a disappointment relative to... His draft status. eh, Sure, I I was going to say to the just sensational play he had in college. Yeah, I mean, he was. Devils had shoulders. a lot of great receivers over the years, yep. and he literally could have been maybe, maybe the best. You know, they've had some spectacular guys, but yeah, he made such just unbelievable plays. So I expected more out of him. He's not a burner, uh, but he's got size. I expected more out of him. He's been injured, so I don't know. Maybe he gets traded and has a better opportunity somewhere.
2: Better quarterback play maybe help him. Yeah, Cam Newton wasn't throwing the ball down the field and they said the shoulder was fine but
3: nobody he didn't had Tom, it Tom like Brady
2: it. too. He did have Tom Brady. Tampa Bay Buccaneers corner Cameron Kinley has been granted his request to delay his navy commission and play football this fall. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin announced a statement that he approves of a plan by the Department of Navy to enlist Kinley in the inactive ready reserve for the duration of his football career. His initial request for a delay of his commission had previously been denied. Seems like this is new. You go to the academy, you didn't get to delay
1: that stuff, right? Uh, I
3: think it's been out there before.
1: Under a yeah. former president, they had revamped the rules to allow these guys to be, I guess, quote-unquote, recruiters while they were playing yeah. in the NFL. who's the,
3: the stud quarterback went to Miami? What was his name? He's on, off the charts for Navy a couple years back.
1: Oh, Malcolm Perry. Yeah,
3: yeah I mean, he, he got it.
1: Yeah, he, got, he was able to go and yeah. play. There's been a few of them. there been a few right. from Army recently that have been able to go right into the NFL. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football.
2: Dan Lambert, owner of the American Top Team Gyms, a longtime Miami Hurricane football fan, has offered every scholarship player on the Miami football team a monthly payment of five hundred dollars this year to advertise his gyms on social media. America Top Team is a home training facility for more than two dozen professional fighters, including UFC regulars. Uh, I can't Jorge, say this. Jorge Masvidal. And, Masvidal. Yeah, Ma- okay, I was starting and Amanda with- Nunez. Amanda Nunez. Yes, Lambert's offer to the Hurricanes. Which could add up to $540,000 this year is the largest reported sum for a college sports endorsement deal since the NIL rules changed July 1st. Over half a million
3: for Miami football players. But only 500 bucks a piece. A month. Uh, did that, that didn't move the meter at all for me. I expect way more of some of these kids. I to expect able, way
2: know. more will be on the way.
3: Who has a problem with that? I'm totally fine with it.
2: Oregon's losing a starting linebacker to SMU. Isaac Slade, Matatuya. How'd I do, Yak? Matatuya, yeah. Matatuya. Enter the portal. He's out. Let Oregon in tackles. 45 last season. So there you go. Going to Sunny Dykes, SMU. Did former Oregon Cal coach? Did Oregon recruit over the
1: top of them? They got more linebacker studs well, ready again.
3: Kid from here, Jim cool. Levitt,
1: the former Oregon defensive coordinator, is down there as DC and the Dallas
3: former well. South Florida head coach? Correct. correct. Mm-hmm. And he was at uh, Colorado too. I yeah, think correct. You said yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. levitt has been around. Yeah, I mean, there. I don't know the individual circumstance, but I don't think that uh, Oregon's going to lack for talent. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Major League Baseball. The pitch to Kutch. Swing and a high fly ball. Right center field. Pretty deep. Going back on it is His half to the wall. He looks up and it is gone. A grand slam for Andrew McCutcheon here in the first. 1-1 pitch. Belted <laughs> to deep left field. And it is off the fence. The Royals have won it.
2: Perez got a pitch to hammer and hammer it. He did. And the Cincinnati Reds have handed the Royals a victory.
0: Leo won. Outside, off the catcher's mitt. Marte breaks for third. The throw on a bounce gets away. Marte gets up. He's running home. He's going to go with a head first time and he scores. The Marlins walk it off. Marlins win.
2: Steal third. Ball gets away, sprint home, and that's the difference in the 10th inning. The wild pitch in the air. Marlins 2-1 over the Dodgers. Giants also get beat. Cardinals 6-5, Adam Wainwright is rolling. I can't say that. Wainwright is rolling. He grew up fourth, on Wedwood Road too. Wedwood Wode. Yeah. What is fourth straight decision in the series opener? So the Padres pick up a game on both as they play some long ball with the Nationals. Will Myers homer and driving in five runs as the Padres win 7-4. A fine night. Yes. Catch of the night, you like uh, we've seen a lot of guys dive on the warning track, but Billy Hamilton in the downpour of the mud, that was a little slip and slide out there. Fastest guy in the big leagues, yeah. Good diving catch for him. White Sox beat the Minnesota Twins 4-1 in that one. The Cubs' issues continue. They lose again. Phillies. Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, Reese Hoskins become the fourth in franchise history to homer and drive-in four RBIs each. They beat the Cubbies 15-10. to Drive-in four,
3: runs batted in?
2: Yes. <laughs> department of Redundancy department. Shohei Otane not coming through at the plate. Bases loaded, it didn't sucks. clear him. Yeah, but they were up five to two, and he was on the mound dealing, and they won five to three. So it didn't matter that he left him loaded in the sixth because he went seven strong innings. Gonna, he did have
3: a he did have a uh, a two run double. He's going to be the show next week in Colorado for this All Star thing, and without question, I mean, the home run thing. He's going to participate. Boy, he must be just cashing in big time in Japan because uh, you know the, the way they cover their stars. And he, right now, is the brightest star in all of big leagues, uh, all of the big leagues, I think. Not just Japan, but I mean, the entire sport. You know, and Madden wants him to pitch and hit. And so he's told uh, the Rays manager, Cash, because, he, he you know, the, the World Series guys get to manage the game. So he'll have that opportunity. And two days full of Shohei Otani in the home run deal and then in the game itself.
2: All show a all the time.
3: Is he surpassing what Babe Ruth did?
2: Yeah, Babe Ruth didn't do this. It wasn't an All Star game when when Babe Ruth was pitching,
3: and then he got out of pitching. And I don't think this kid's getting out of pitching. And he just turned. He I think he turned twenty seven two days ago. Yeah. This this very week. So wow, if he can stay healthy, it's great to see, man. It's exciting. It's a story. We all love stories. We've said that a million times. It's a, it's a fresh story.
2: Nobody has been able to pull this off, and he had the injury early, but he's pulling it off this sure, year. Absolutely, yeah, he's
3: must see. If you're into the sport at all,
2: bees wrap it up in Oklahoma City with a four-one win over the Dodgers, and they open a six-game home stand against the Sacramento River Cats tomorrow night. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Barry Trammell, sports columnist for the Oklahoma and NewsOK.com, will join us next to talk bees in Oklahoma City. No, he won't. He'll (laughs) join us at 8 o'clock. To talk NBA as we tour the Western Conference, see where these teams are going, and along the way get a few more picks. And in the, I want NBA to see finals. what he
3: thinks about the uh, NIL too, because he's obviously right down the street from the University of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I think if anybody's going to cash in, Oklahoma might be able to get it rolling, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean they're one of the superpowers, and so you know what does this mean? Those guys, their rattler, their quarterback is you know he's a massive celebrity. He might be the biggest celebrity. In the state right now Because the basketball team isn't on top of the world By any stretch You know, Westbrook and Durant and Harden are long gone So what does that mean? How much can he roll in? Because he's a dynamic player Of course, he's from Phoenix area But uh, we'll overlook that uh, That uh, You would think that if any individual player Could cash in It would be Rattler
2: We'll talk with Barry Trammell Coming up at 8 o'clock Corbin Cafusi, offensive lineman For the San Francisco 49ers a BYU guy? Yak was telling me all about his uh, putting on the pounds, the weight
1: Transformation.
2: Game. Transformation is what? What did he play college basketball at? 260? 240,
1: 250. Played football at 260,
3: 270. Oh. We could all talk about weight gain. We don't need him to do it. <laughs> no. he's, put on,
1: he's put on an impressive amount of weight, though. He can explain. All right. Corbin Kafusi
2: coming up at 9.05. DJ and PK with the question of the day. Next. Stay with us.
0: The top sixty and sixty is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the twenty twenty one season by listing off the top sixty players in the state of Utah, as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the top sixty and sixty weekdays at 1.30. presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon on your home of the. The best college football coverage in Utah. 9751280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
2: DJ PK brought to you in part by SNS Roofing, your locally owned roof repair experts. For a free quote and for all your roofing needs, call SNS Roofing. Question of the day: How much of a priority should the Utah Jazz make Mike Conley? Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Mike's up. Free agent time. Are y'all in on Mike Conley? And Ryan says top priority. Who else can they, who else are they going to sign
3: considering they're already over the cap? That's rhetorical. The answer is no one. Well, I want Mike Conley back for a couple of reasons, not the least of which is that to me, that I would think that that pretty well guarantees that you keep Joe Ingles. Because we know Mike's going to sit out a whole bunch of games. And Joe has done very well as a fill-in starter for Mike Conley. So you've got to have Joe on your team. I don't want, Obviously, we don't want Joe to be traded. We love the guys on our show, and we care about our first interests. Our interests first, I should say. And so from that perspective... It'd be a massive blow. It'd be a blow to the community. He really means something to this community. He's unlike any player that we've really ever had with the connection, particularly as a foreign guy, now a foreign guy who speaks the native tongue. So that's a little bit different. But uh, to see what Joe has done in the community, uh, combine what he's done on the floor, and I think it's very important that he'd be on that team because you know Conley's going to be out a fair amount. That's just the way it is. And everything has a price, so what is the price? You, know, you don't want to obviously get anywhere close to the 30-some million that he's been making the last few years. That's not the type of player he is. But I think, speaking of Conley, but I think Conley is very important to what they're trying to do. I would like to see them have an opportunity to run it back. Now, make some improvements too. We don't necessarily need to run everybody back. But the core, the nucleus and all that stuff, run it back and give it another shot. What do you think the price tag is on him? I'm assuming it's at
2: least $15 million. So half? And, making. and depending on who wants him, and I've already read stuff, that Dallas is interested and New York is interested. Well, there'd be plenty and, of teams and, that'd you know. be interested. That's not so a so that. Surprise. So maybe the price is, is it higher? you got some teams that can clear cap room. Will the price get to $20 million? Well, it's not our money, so. hey, If they can ca- clear it. cap room, why can't you? Well, it'll be a little trickier for the Jazz because they have so much tied up in Gobert and Mitchell and I don't think they're clearing that cap room. But
3: if they do, then I guess, you, but I just don't see that and I don't think you do either. Um, I wouldn't move them unless I get a guaranteed slam dunk deal and I would move anybody and everyone, but I don't, I don't see that happening. Maybe Gobert, Mitchell... I'd be extremely hesitant to move him unless he was in his last year of his deal and you had a Darren Williams-type situation and he let you guys know that he's not signing there, which some guys, I think Paul George did that with Indiana, didn't he? And so actually, and they ended up with Old Depot and Sabonis, and Sabonis has made multiple all-star teams. So uh, that was a a good thing for, it seemed like uh, Paul George didn't take the heat in the way that players who've gotten out of there have taken heat. He let them know, and they made the best m- deal that they could make, which is a pretty good deal. So uh, as far as Conley goes, yeah, he's going to be uh, on the market, and teams are going to go after him. So what do you decide? What can you do uh, in terms of retaining him? I think it's an absolute must. I mean, you can't let him walk for free, can you? Unless you turn around and use whatever that you would have spent and so forth. The the bottom line is improve your team. So however you can improve your team, if you're a fan, I don't think you care. You just want to see the team get better. Yeah, and I think that it's largely expected that if he
2: does leave for somewhere else, they won't be able to use that money. They're over. So it's going to be a hit. It doesn't seem to be any way out of that box. The
1: salary cap situation is what's going to
2: hurt
3: you. I don't care. Improve your team.
2: Ryan says we can't sign anyone close to his star power. With our cap situation, we're going to overpay and be right to do so.
3: Well, overpay. I mean, what is overpay? Uh, I don't know. He doesn't go into that. I mean, who isn't overpaid? You, you, maybe one or two guys per guy, team. Yeah, the guys who win the championship. I mean, Hayward makes 30-some million dollars. Hey-o. I mean, we're near that. <laughs> You know, and what And what he does. But that that's the way of the world. That's why I love re- looking on Robin's Instagram and see where they've been. Turks and Caicos. I mean, a guy like me, I'm lucky if I get to Turks, let alone and Caicos. Because they go to both places. You know what I mean? Winter. It's summer, fall, you name it. They're there. Yeah, it's great. Eric is
2: against it. What kind of priority do they need to make? Mike Conley he says, Not at all. I've been saying this for two years. Teams with the starting lineup that includes the six footer, six two, six four, and six seven, they do not win championships. No team in the last 50 years has won with a lineup that small. Jazz need to focus on getting longer and more athletic.
3: Well, what happened 49 years ago is completely and totally irrelevant now. The game's played differently. Yeah. And the game is played
2: differently, but. Can you make enough threes to offset the length and athleticism? Well, and the teams that have length and athleticism, they can they defend you?
3: If that's the way you can improve your team, but simply getting rid of Conley doesn't guarantee you're going to get longer and more athletic. True story. So whatever it takes to improve your team, that's the bottom line. I I, I don't think there's any great fan attachment with Mike Conley. He's barely been here. And so he came in essentially as a hired gun. And if he leaves, well, that's the way it goes too. So it's there I don't think if Conley were to leave, I don't think there'd be any big sentimental feeling of him departing. Would the team be as good? And, that's the bottom line, and, yeah. And the answer is not without
2: other significant moves because we saw them this year with him and without him, and they
3: were better with him. Well, that's a no-brainer. Right. I mean, I would think every starter they have on the team, they're better with him. Or, I mean, why would you play somebody if you were worse with him playing? It doesn't make any sense. Every single player who played, you were better with that person, speaking of the regular rotation or else why would that guy be in a regular rotation?
2: Scott said if they intend to trade a couple of other pieces for better defensive players, Mike's a top priority. If they don't, he's a low priority. Mike and Mitchell's too small of a backcourt without other defensive upgrades. Jazz need to focus on 16-game moves, not
3: 82-game moves. He's talking of the the playoffs, obviously, with the 16. Well, the lack of height caused them to lose. If they were just taller... When people switch everything,
2: do you have one guy who has a physical advantage to just score on his matchup, either beat his man to the hoop or just score over him? So on the offensive end, I mean, those are your questions. With the, Now, defensively, are their guys just going to score over you? And I don't think the Jazz were scored over as much as guys just blew past him. You know, Marcus Morris was putting the ball on the floor and getting into the paint. Not the first guy you think of when you think of the Clippers blowing by you and trying to get into the paint. So while they are small by NBA standards, and I get that argument, watching the games, that wasn't what beat them.
3: Well, it's a, a funny thing that you keep you talk about blowing by them, but that wasn't the thing that beat them. It was the shots from the perimeter going in. The very thing that they set their team up with was the thing that did him in. Now, blowing by you led to the open shot, but the shot still has to go in. Yep. If you were blowing by him and passing to Jay Crowder instead of Terrence Mann, you might still be playing. But Terrence Mann knocked him down. And their adjustments were weak. And I know we're not supposed to blame any, anybody, but I blame everyone. I'm, I'm completely and totally on board as you win as a team, lose as a team. So the coach, the players, everybody deserves the same amount of blame. If you're looking for answers as to why they lost. I don't single out anybody. I put them all together. Sir, Utah
2: man is going to make him a top priority. Bad injury luck does not mean this team peaked.
3: Well, I want good injury luck to happen. That'd be nice. But uh, I don't think the team peaked. Uh, I can't say that, but I can't say they haven't either. But I think that I would be—I know I would be comfortable with giving it another run because I don't think this is the definition of sanity. Expecting the same thing by doing different re- the same thing and with different results. I think that this team proved over a good stretch. You don't win twenty of some twenty games unless you're pretty doggone good. And so, with or without the injuries, so be it. You can't control them anyway. Uh, So, I believe the talent is there. They never got to play the Suns, so it's hard to say. But I believe the talent was there to beat the Clippers. And that would have given them an opportunity to play the Suns, and I don't know what would have happened. I can just completely and totally guess. Uh, So, that's why I'm, I'm comfortable giving it another run. It's just to me, it's not so much how much you're paying Conley, but how long you're bringing him back for. An excellent question that I knew we would get to. What what's available? Because I don't think that those guys at this point, you're necessarily looking for an individual singular yearly salary that's more than what you made. Like Chris Paul, they're saying he's going to be making forty something, and he's going to opt out this year because he wants a longer deal. So he's not going to make 40 million this next season, but he'll make say maybe 60 million, so it would be a longer deal. Yeah. So that I think I would assume, I don't know this, but I would assume Mike would be very open to a longer term deal and who's going to give what that that rather than the individual yearly that's what makes me the most nervous as far as retaining him, because if somebody says, Hey, we'll give you a four year deal and, and the Jazz just don't feel comfortable giving that four year deal. I mean, Mark Cuban didn't feel comfortable giving Steve Nash a longer deal. So what he does, he goes to Phoenix and he has I'm, two MVPs. I'm gonna <laughs>
2: Yep. I'm gonna rewind to what you said earlier though. What happened forty nine years ago, just picking a random number. Uh doesn't matter now, the game is different. I thought they were untradable contracts. I thought some guys were making so much money they couldn't be moved. And Chris Paul was one of them. And he's been moved twice. So all our notions of of who could be traded and can get out from under a contract, how has that not changed in five years? You can't argue that. And you can argue anything. But in the last three to five years, we're seeing bigger contracts traded. So, I mean, you can... You can pay a star player $40 million and he can tear his ACL, or it's ACL, his Achilles. Whatever. Yeah, and then you can move him, because that's what happened with John Wall. So, if they do give him a year more than they wanted to, or two years more than they wanted
3: to, can they move him? Does it, is that really that big an impediment? Uh, yeah, but then you're getting into some age issues, too. So, the guys you mentioned, Westbrook, Harden, Wall, now, Paul's already been moved at an older age, but the other guys were younger and still argue prime playing opportunities. Wall seems like he's been injured for three years. Harden obviously had the injuries this year. Westbrook manages to get his triple-double no matter what he does. Uh, not necessarily winning, but the stats are there. Uh, so, you know, can you trade – so he's what? He'll be 34. When will he be 34. Or is he already thirty-four? Yeah, so I'm looking at a four-year deal. Mike Conley turns thirty-four in October. Okay, so pretty much the start of the season.
1: Yeah, October 11th would so be oh, right yeah, around. So when the yeah, season so, so going yeah,
3: so he'll play next season at 34. So the whole season that that's a nice uh, round way. So each season is a, that it comes upon as he turns a year older. So suppose somebody offers him a four-year deal. Uh, and at 37, what would it be? It, with an injury history, I don't necessarily think that his game would have a massive decline. It would decline some, most likely. Maybe not. But in the way he plays, he's not a big athletic dude relying on just pure God-given athleticism, so to speak, if you want to believe that. Uh, you know, he he knows how to play the game, the floater, the right hand, all the stuff. You wouldn't think that would be a marked decline necessarily from one year to the next, simply because your age changes a number. Uh, but at the same time, you know, what's he going to be able to contribute, combined with the injuries? What you don't want, and the Jazz have had a few. As have probably a lot of teams. We focus on here. What you don't want is to be in a situation where, oh, my gosh, can't wait till we get out of this contract. Ostertag, Karolinko, you know, it's like we're just waiting until the contract was over. And really favors. I mean, they paid favors a lot of money, and I don't think he gave them the production. No. You can say he won that series, and I realized you were trying to pump up your guy in a public setting, which happened, uh, you know, a year and a half ago or two years ago. Uh, but I think we're all waiting for that contract to get over because they didn't get the value for it. But they could move him. Yeah, it wasn't that outrageous. Right. But yet he was in his 20s. He wasn't 37 years of age. So
2: I guess the biggest question, because I I think they're going to go after him hard, and I think they have to. The fact that they're kind of kind of in this what is the term in the salary cap in, in the cul-de-sac there's no way out if they lose them
3: they're not going to be able to spend that money on somebody else you're not replacing well, yeah, but so, you don't necessarily you're replace one for one you do other deals that creates an opportunity for your team to get better so if they lose Conley they don't bin player XYZ to replace him it could be you move, you move two or three other guys then and you bring somebody back that way to replace him and it could, that could happen But it doesn't seem like that's where they're headed. Well, no one's headed anywhere now.
2: They're headed somewhere. They're just quiet about it. All eyes are on the finals. But the 28 other teams, they're talking.
3: Well, I mean, they have ideas of what they're going to do and what they want to do. Sure, yeah. And it would make complete sense that they would push to resign them. It's just, I'm not so concerned about the money. It's the years. How far out do you want to go? How long do you want this marriage to be? Not how much, but how long? I expect he'll end up getting a three-year deal. Three? Yeah. I would would take him back for three. Four would make me a little nervous. Four would, and somebody might go there. I think somebody will go there. Really? You think it's high odds? That he gets an opportunity to sign somewhere on a four-year deal? That would not surprise me at all.
2: So is he going to prioritize that or uh, how close he can get to a championship?
3: Well, the next guy who doesn't prioritize money will be the first one. (laughs) You can say what you want about that. And don't tell him it's not about the money. I mean, I just don't pay attention to that. That doesn't mean the highest priority because he's got a mansion apparently in Columbus. And that's according to Joe. All I saw is his gym when they did the one on or the, the horse, horse contest. thing. Yeah, we all saw it. Yeah. Because there was nothing to watch at that and point. And so, and it be, he should be. He's made, you can look it up. I mean, he's made millions of dollars. Uh, he was but, the uh,
1: first quote-unquote max yeah. player. Who
3: am I to tell somebody don't prioritize money? I would never. You never mess with anybody else's money. Never. That's their call, their decision, whatever it might be. Uh But I think that I don't know that he's going to find a better opportunity than here in terms of prioritizing winning the ship. So what do they
2: believe as far as keeping him healthy? Ray says, don't prioritize him much. He can't stay healthy. Love the guy in his game, but I've yet to see a player defender score from the bench. Hashtag time to move on. I thought not playing him in the back-to-backs was working and that was going to keep him healthy, and it did right up until the time it didn't. Right when it was most crucial at the end of the year. Well,
3: if you can make your team better, let them go. If you can't, bring them back. And it's got to be more than that. I mean, you probably got to prioritize them and say, hey, we want you back. Rather than uh, no, we can't get anybody else. want So we'll, we'll, we'll take <laughs> you back, Mike. Probably not <laughs> that, your best line. That, that's not the message. Everyone has an ego and wants to be loved.
2: Hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James, Facebook, DJ and PK. Use your phone, use the app, use the open mic feature, send us your takes. We'll get to those coming up. NBA Finals underway, Game 1 reaction next. And Barry Trammell, sports columnist from the Oklahoma and NewsOK.com. The Oklahoma City Rebuild and the Sooners and the Cowboys and name, image, and likeness. How are they rolling that out? We'll get to that with him coming up in about 15 minutes. Stay with us DJ and PK brought to you in part by Mark Miller. DJ and PK in the morning brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. PK? What? You got a little uh you got a little artsy. Started thinking about beautiful things. Paintings. And you came to Sunsets. Mine. DJ. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul's mid-range J is a thing of beauty. Really is. Dare you to name anything prettier in sports? Right now, zero. Some things in sports are eternal. The Jordan fans are going to say that Jumpman logo is soaring through the air, the ball out. Right now, I'm They're talking not about. I'm doing ta- that right I'm talking now. Talking about right now. It's On the bottom of your shoes, right now. I'm talking about as we speak. Not historically. Well, that's going to disappoint David, because he said Ted Williams swing, Willie Mays basket catch, Walter Payton's run, Kareem skyhook, <laughs> oh, Steffi
3: Graf forehand, Simone Biles floor routine. He's got one right now. I don't pay attention. Anything that's judged by humans, I'm out. Sorry. Travis says Michael Jordan's game winners. Okay, but that's not now. Talking about now. You didn't
2: write that in the question. So they are going old school. Mike says Freddie Couples swing.
3: Freddie Couples? Yep. I would argue that that's right there with any of them. Parker, here's it right now for you. Steph Curry's three-point shot. That's pretty. I don't think it's prettier than Chris Paul with the ball Figuring out what defense is giving me, what I can take, and then doing He has to arch his body back a little bit. Create a little space to get that thing off. Everybody's shooting threes. Hardly anybody, if anybody, is doing what Chris Paul is doing. Who's more reliable in the mid-range game than Chris Paul? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, that is the lost art. We hear dunks and threes. So that that's dog bites man. This is man bites dog. It is a thing of beauty. It is art. And you know it's going in. It's amazing, man. And you know it's coming, and you know it's going in. Steph Curry, for all of his three-point shooting prowess, When does he lead the league in three-point shooting?
2: He's a volume guy. He's not going to.
3: Well, yeah. It's funny that a numbers guy just pushes aside the numbers. No, you just pick a different number. I don't understand that. So you make more
2: threes. You don't shoot them at as high a percentage.
3: Why? Why? Because you take more, that means you miss more? That doesn't make any sense. If you're that good, why would it not necessarily mean because I take more, that means I miss more? That doesn't make any sense to me. If you're that good, why would it mean if you take more, you make more? Because you're practicing that shot way more than everybody else because you take more. Boy, that didn't take any effort to debunk that. Would you
2: rather have him go three for five, or would you rather have him go... Six for
3: fifteen. I'd rather have Chris Paul taking the mid range because it's the most beautiful thing we have in the game of basketball right now. That's where I'm arguing. I'm not arguing Steph Curry. That's your argument. You can win or lose that with yourself. I don't care about that. Jacob says a John Daly smoke and swing. It's his idea of beauty. Only if Daly was shirtless, then I would say. Oh boy. <laughs> So I could see all the parts kind of moving (laughs) (laughs) in various directions. (laughs) Now let's take a look at the slow-mo replay. (laughs) That's another thing, too. I mean, hitting the ball far, that's not fresh. Everybody does it.
2: Darren says he's the MVP of the playoffs so far. I'm shocked by what he's done this postseason. I could argue that.
3: Shocked? Shock seems a bit strong. Surprised? Just think about it, even when he was with the OKC last year, I think he made the All-Star team. So at 35.
2: He's had good playoff runs before. They've ended in injury.
3: Yeah, man, you just hope he can stay healthy for three, at least three more opportunities. I don't care if you hate the guy, but do you, you want to see him go down with an injury this close? No. Matt says Shohei
2: Ohtani for one. Shohei Ohtani.
3: All right. The lefties look so smooth. I don't think he has a traditional left-handed swing. In the way we've seen, the the greatest swings in the game of baseball, historically, are usually from the left-handers. I will agree with that 100%. For, what, for whatever reason, uh, maybe because it's predominantly right-handed pitching, I don't know. But I always thought Will Clark had a beautiful swing. He wasn't an all-timer, he was a very good player. But the, yeah, lefties... Uh, they they tend to be a little more uh, fluid or what for whatever reason.
2: Aaron Rodgers improvising from the pocket on a Hail Mary. Well, you don't improvise from the pocket. If it's improvisation, you're out of the pocket. <laughs> you don't have to be. you can be bouncing around finding space in the pocket. That's just a Packer fan. who wants to see Aaron Rodgers throw a touchdown pass. But when you think of improv-
3: improvisation, if I'm saying it correctly. Usually, there's, it's more likely to be out of the pocket. Yeah you're making something up and you're running around you're not sure am I going left am I going right usually the wall the improvisation comes because the pocket has collapsed if the pocket is intact then the play that you drew up with one two three options is usually still intact because you're in the pocket the protection is holding
2: when I hear improvisation now and I'm thinking quarterbacks I'm thinking Mahomes rolling left and shot putting the ball into the end zone.
3: I'm thinking Taysom Hill hurdling. Taking off, which we will see at an all-pro level this year. Mark my words. DJ and PK, it's 97.5
2: and 12.80 The Zone. Barry Trammell, sports columnist for the Oklahoman and NewsOK.com. We're talking NBA with him, Oklahoma City Rebuild, the Finals, at Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Name, image, and likeness. Can they really get ahead with this? I mean, they're Oklahoma. They're pretty far ahead already. Maybe they feel like they're chasing Bam and Clemson. Maybe this is going to pry kids away from Clemson. We'll get to that with Barry next on 97.5, 12.80 The Zone.